Hello and good afternoon. To, this is uh, Side Dish. <laughs> this is a special edition of Side Dish. This is the Labor Day weekend edition of Side Dish, and I am having difficulty getting the uh, numbers and music queued up, as always. Uh, this is a podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know, and very little that you know. I'm Eric Ozempa. And I'm Brady Steffel. Hey, Brady. Uh, gosh, we have lots of, of, of stuff to talk about as far as the weather and everything, don't we? Oh, good Lord. Yes, we do. Yeah. I was going to mention that I've heard the, the first 10 seconds of Andy Epler's tune here like eight yeah, times. No, 20 times as I'm trying to cue this up. So, so. Yeah, the old menu's technology hour. Welcome, okay. everybody. Well, it's really funny because every time I try to click on the record, it sometimes it appears on my Mac and sometimes it doesn't. So that's what's weird. So Sure, sure, it's sure. It's user error. Error. It's the, yeah, it's er, the, user it's, error. Yeah, it's the it's the tech. It's the tech. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about. What what was yesterday? I mean, Armageddon. Holy smokes! I know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy. So so to that, uh, yesterday, if anybody pays attention, the, the air quality index is a thing, and good. The good range is like twenty five to fifty, and then it kind of goes from green to yellow, up to about a hundred, and then after that, it turns to orange, and then after that, it turns to red. And uh, yesterday afternoon, last night, we hit purple. So instead of being in the 25 to 50 range, we were at 340, which is a definite high water mark. Holy cow. Wow. Yep. So that's the highest that I saw. And uh, the wind was coming directly from there. And apparently that fire went from, it gained 10,000 acres of of burn yesterday alone. And it was at 25 or 30. And then it went to 35 or 40, or maybe a little bit more. Um, so hopefully that's done. And when we get our absolute, uh, noses punched off from this storm that's coming in tonight, hopefully that takes care of that, or at least the majority of it so that they can take Yeah, I hope it does squash it a little bit. I will tell you, you know, this is just such a bittersweet day for me and a lot of gardeners. It is really just really bad out there as far as like trying to figure out what to save and what to, it's just very surreal. I mean, it's, yeah. just, oh, it's 90 degrees. It's been 90 degrees for the last few days. And all of a sudden now it's going to be snow. Yeah. And you're running around trying to figure out what the heck you're going to save and what you're not. And it's not going to, yeah. you're not good. That's what's really sad. No, 60 so. degree drop in one day. I got <laughs> words for that, that I'll, I'll drop off air. It's a family program. But it's like, all right, today, what are you going to do today? I'm going to make sandwiches because it's too hot, right? And then tomorrow, I'm going to be making chili. Because yeah. what are you going to do? I know. That's crazy. I bought, Yesterday, I, yeah, yesterday we're sitting outside in the patio and it's like ash is just pouring down on us. I'm oh, like, yeah. well, this is really healthy. Absolutely. No, yeah. We close up the house and just, you know, you just watch it snow and you go outside. <laughs> it's like, geez, it smells like there's a campfire in my living room. This is exactly, well, that was bad. <laughs> hey, well, I see that our guest for today, our special edition of the Labor Day uh, side dish has joined us. Katrina Miller is here. Katrina, thanks so much for joining us today and taking time out of your um, holiday weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Yeah, and sorry, but Brady and I are both like, um, you know, we're doing, I'm running around the garden, so I'm really messy. And uh, Brady's working on furniture, so we're, we're exactly yeah. dressed up. We thought so. we'd make a really good appearance for you, so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, my apologies. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well. This is where the cat, I told you the cat eats my clothes. Look at this, a bite mark on his shoulder. <laughs> wow. Got, I got, what do you do to your cat, man? Just... She just thinks she needs to eat more than she does. And she sleeps in this office overnight. And I got back there in a corner. There's like a, where my, my, the closet door. And so she swipes under, pulls stuff out and shoes holes in it. So I have to be really careful. 
Oh, I think you no. got to figure out what you're feeding that cat, Brady. I don't know what's going on. I, I, I said last time I started giving her uh, toilet paper tubes, so she eats those now, which is so she's like a little gerbil. She's like a really big, fat gerbil is what she's actually like. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Katrina, thanks for joining us. And um, you are with Black Cat Productions. You are actually the president, I would imagine, your formal title, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So tell us about yourself and tell us a little bit about, more about Black Cat Productions. Like, you know, where did you where'd you grow up? Um, I know you've been here for a long time in Longmont. And tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, well, I am a Colorado native, which is a little rare. There's a lot of people moving into state. And I've lived in Boulder for 20 years, and I don't think I'm leaving. Um, I'm a part <laughs> of Chief Niawat's curse. Yeah. You know, have you heard of that before? Yes, yes. Yeah. I don't know if Brady has. Actually, have, he's relatively new. Have you heard have about absolutely, that, Brady? Absolutely not. Okay. Well, it's just, it's just the phenomenon of people coming to this area and never leaving. That's it yeah. in short. Yeah. So, ah. um, yeah, it, it happened to me. It got me. Um, and especially working in the video industry, I thought that I would probably go to New York or California because this isn't one of the top markets. But, but I stayed. You know, why, why not? It's so beautiful here. So. It is. It's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So tell us about Black Cat Productions and what, what, um, I know you had a lot of, you've had a lot of experience. Tell us about, sorry, I should back up a little bit. We actually had a conversation a while ago. You told me about your journalism career and how you got started in journalism. And I myself went to see you for journalism. And, you know, this is Brady. This is how old I am. I'm like, I was going to write for a newspaper, you know. And she, oh, back, yeah. back when, uh, I didn't like all the time it took to manually set the type, though. That was just too much for a guy like me. <laughs> so, so tell us about your background in that respect, Katrina. Um, yeah, you know, I went to see you and I thought that I wanted to be a TV reporter, but then I found out as a TV reporter that you're not going to be able to exactly tell stories the way that you want to or the stories mm. that you want to tell. And I needed a lot more creative freedom than that. So um, it really evolved and turned into something else over the years. Uh, so what I do, I put it under this big umbrella of video production, okay? I film, I edit, I produce, help clients come up with creative ideas. Um, I make a lot of content, web-based content for people, and that's a lot of local people, people from all over the world. And um, one of the really fun things that I've been doing for the past six years has been concert videography, actually. Mm. I have been a, a videographer for several different venues in Colorado and a director at a few different venues, like this little place called Red Rocks. You ever heard of that place? Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. awesome. That is so cool that you're involved over there. I mean, holy cow. How is she on our show, Brady? I mean, um, how, yeah, how is she over there? I, you know, I just I like that she comes on to bring attention to these like these lesser known venues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, um, and then, uh, Katrina, I know you were, let's see, you were involved in, or at least you were talking about, let's see, your first inspiration was when you watched a Missy Elliott video. Is, is that correct? Or am I misspeaking here? You are absolutely right. So okay. the first inkling that I had that, you know, perhaps this behind the scenes world might be for me, or I wanted to have something to do with this video world when I watched a Missy Elliott video when I was 13 years old. So MTV and I were born the same year. Okay. And so <laughs> when I was a teenager, they actually played music videos and it was great. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times in the morning I'd be eating my Apple Jacks and, uh, mm. 
I remember seeing a Missy Elliott video came come on and it was just so different than anything else I'd ever seen. Um, a lot of artists at that time, uh, R&B artists, hip hop artists were really uh, sexualized or they mm -hmm, were kind mm -hmm. of gangster, you know, mm -hmm. but <laughs> Missy Elliott, just so much fun, you know, and yeah. the videos were, were the same thing to match. I mean, she shows up with this huge garbage bag uh, with this fisheye lens and rain pouring on her, you know, <laughs> and she totally revolutionized uh, the way that music videos were made at that time. And I just had this feeling like whatever world she just created there, I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of creating that world. Um, and so, you know, here I am kind of doing that. I'm involved in storytelling. I don't necessarily get to make music videos, but storytelling is a big part of what I do. I, I definitely remember that video. And it was, okay. I mean, it was like a, a, a garbage bag, but it was like, she was wearing it as like a full body suit. And like, yeah. it was must have been puffed up with air or something. Yeah. Right. And it's so it's just like this huge balloon, like this black balloon with like these crazy balloon legs and stuff. And I, I had a different reaction. I was like, wow, this is weird. I don't get this at all. <laughs> well, Brady was old at that time. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to remember yeah. how old I would have been when that came But it's out. really, it's really pretty kind of cool. I mean, there's a couple of thoughts that come to my mind, you know, for the young, younger listeners. Yes, we actually, well, younger. I mean, we don't have anybody younger. But for the younger listeners, yeah, MTV used to play videos. And, yeah. you know, now it's ridiculousness 24-7, and that's all they ever do. And it's really kind of sad. It's like, I wish they would play some videos every once in a while, but oh, well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I mean, I don't even know how people find music videos these days. I guess they just go on YouTube or something. I, mean, I guess, I, you know, I don't, you know, have to ask those young, young people. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Eric is not the person to ask. Did you catch the <laughs> intro? My, my Lord, we went over this game <laughs> every week. I was watching him with his like, oh, <laughs> the what's it face as he's struggling through to press two buttons within two seconds of each other. So, exactly. uh, yeah. No, but there's there is a wealth of um a video on YouTube, but you have to go out there and look for it, or you have to be right. part of a group of people that shares it. You can't just tune into something anymore. And I do miss that too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it was kind of you know the the birth of me just loving all types of music. You know, I mean, I was listening to Tom Petty and Salt and Pepper and Nirvana, and you know, it's really served me well in my career. Not only just working with all these different musicians, but just working with all the different uh, businesses and people, walks of life, you know, uh, yeah, MTV. It, is there a musician now that's really kind of inspiring you or a movement as far as like video or imagery or anything that's really inspiring you right now? You know, it's, that's, uh, <laughs> I really, you know what, when I think of film, I really love Jordan Peele's films. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's done a Get Out and Us, and um, he has a, a couple other things, I think, in the works, but um, I just love the layers, you know, and the hitting meaning mm -hmm. of things. It's very Shakespearean to me. Yeah, he's, they're, you know, Key and Peele, I used to watch a show all the time, and I love their their comedy and such. And I just think they're both brilliant. I mean, it's just amazing to me what they've actually gone off to do too as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you about Red Rocks. Do you have any like, like hot gossip for us to share? Like you, you like were interacting with somebody you were filming and they were just a jerk. I mean, can you share that information with us or no? Uh, I cannot disclose. such information. Oh, uh, Yes. Yes. I'm <laughs> sorry. But um, uh, let's see. I don't know. There was one show because Dave Chappelle seems to show up at Red Rocks a lot on his birthday. He's not a musician, but you know, he's yeah. 
little bit of a world famous comedian. Um, and we're not really supposed to bug the artists when they're there. And so he jumps over the railing and he's just kind of walking around. No, he's in the railing and I'm inside the railing too. And he keeps bumping into me and I keep trying to get out of his way, but he keeps like bumping into me and getting in my camera. I'm like, Oh wait, I'm not even supposed to touch you. You know? So, so there's things like that. Or, or when, uh, this, one of the artists in the violent femmes, um, he just seemed really intrigued at the fact that I knew every lyric to every song and I'm sitting there with my camera, you know, you know, Singing blister, the, blister yeah. in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Much, yeah. And he's like, who is this chick? <laughs> and, and, and at the end he hands the bass player, hands me his guitar pick, like personally hands it. And, you know, of course you get on to my boss. Can I, can I, can I take this? Yeah, take it. He's giving it to you. Don't want to insult the artist, you know? So, so yeah, oh, that's so that really fun. cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Collection of guitar picks. Um, so. Wow. Okay. How many <laughs> guitar picks do you possibly have? Oh my gosh. Probably just like seven or eight. Okay. Not, not, yeah. not too many, but. Okay. Cool. You know. yeah. I am, I'm pretty jealous of some of the acts that you've seen. And it sounds like you've getting into Red Rocks like that. There's gotta be a lot of great names that you've seen. Um, oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an amazing, amazing career. Uh, and it's been amazingly devastating that I haven't been able to be there. All oh, yeah. I haven't yeah. been able to be at any of the venues. I've, I've filmed two secret concerts this summer. I can't really talk about them. Um, <laughs> you'll hear about them later. But uh, so this summer, um, I've really been playing the role of starving artist a lot, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> which, which is kind of been interesting. Uh, and because instead of doing so much client work and so much uh, a venue work, um, I've been doing a lot of my own projects that involve storytelling and bringing awareness to different types of issues that are going on right now. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, that's been nice because you don't really get a chance to do that type of work in, you know, the regular season. So can you yeah. give us a little bit more information about like some of the projects you're working on? You were saying, you know, I think you were talking about obviously social change and social justice are important to all of us right now. Are there, are there particular things that you can disclose what you've been working on or, or are we going to oh, get, yeah. we're going to get too much. Like I can't comment on that. But, um. <laughs> I, think, I think we're out of that world. But, okay, good. Uh, okay. No. Um, so, well, it kind of started off when everything shut down. It was, it was really devastating for me because it was, I remember March 12th was the day that I was going to direct my first show at E-Town. And um, wow. It, wow. it didn't happen. Yeah. And I've been working up to that and training up for that. And uh, I ended up, it was just a few weeks later, uh, getting my camera, grabbing my buddy that has a drone, and I said, let's go around and film Boulder while it's empty. And uh, I made this video called ISO Boulder. You can find it on my website, uh, blackcatvideoproductions.com, um, where you just, it's it's kind of creepy because you see all of these empty streets, empty Pearl Street. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody goes hiking, and you see all these trails just empty. Uh, so that kind of kickstarted me running out and just capturing the world as I'm seeing it, all these un events unfolding. Um, there was a, 
uh, Black Lives Matter protest shortly after George Floyd, and I kind of did the same thing with that, you know, got some uh, drone footage and um, on the ground footage of the march and just all the participants. And it's crazy because Boulder is so white. Like, it's not a mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but just the amazing turnout that day and just the support and solidarity, it was incredible. And again, if you look at the video that's on my website, you can just see just the massive amounts of people that were there. And it was, it was awesome to capture that. So, yeah. Well, that's awesome. And then historically, I mean, that's great for you to capture that too, as well. I mean, that's just really neat. So um, we applaud you for doing that. And then, but I'm guessing that probably wasn't a paying gig necessarily. (laughs) So what are you doing to like, you know, kind of for the paying gig is that just difficult to come by i know you've done some work with swim float swim uh, yeah yeah kind of a swim if, if for people who don't know about this i believe it's a, a swim instruction place here in longmont colorado yeah yeah absolutely so so that's that's the good thing is that i for I've had my business for quite a while and I have this base of clients that I've just had for years. You know, uh, one of them is the Museum of Boulder and the other one is um, um, Swim Float Swim, which is located right here in Longmont. <laughs> and um, they have been deemed essential. They do swim instruction, survival swim lessons for babies. So uh, that's great because they're still open and it's been helping to supplement some, some of what I'm not getting from the concert. So this place, Swim Float Swim has really helped to put Longmont on the map um, just uh, for the world. Because yeah, the, the owner of this, of this company, listen to this, the owner of this company, her name is Judy. Um, she patented this swim float swim technique and you've probably seen it. It's when people get their babies and they throw them in the water. Um, and then all of a sudden the baby, like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm making a grim, I'm freaking out right now, but I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) later tater. (laughs) Katrina just made this like motion of just throwing like, like a baby into the water. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Well, yeah, if you don't know what's going on at first, you'd be like, whoa, hey there. That's right. Anybody yeah. wants to comment about that, side dish longmod at gmail.com. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but, the baby, but, but, the, but, but what it is is that the baby, um, you'll see, it'll turn itself over and float on its back so it can breathe for air and then turn back around and swim to the edge of the pool or swim to an adult. And they hmm. train babies to do this within six weeks. Both of my kids went through this program. Okay. So by 10 months old, they were both like expert swimmers. Okay. Um, so do you literally throw, I mean, not that I'm not, there's no judgment here. I'm just, I'm just really like going, wow, that's amazing. Do you literally like place the baby in the, and the pool? And it's like, whoa, yeah, that okay. is amazing. Wow. They yeah. don't get thrown. That was the yeah. <laughs> word to say. Okay. It's completely wrong. But, but, but what it is, is, is you put the baby in the water, like the baby yeah. will go down a slide or something like that. Okay. Yeah. It, it's not that traumatic, but, um, the thing is though, is when a child is in a water accident, it's going to be something unexpected. Like nobody's wearing their bathing suit and like, okay, I'm going to have yeah. an accident now, you know? Yeah. So yeah. they simulate some things like that and even put uh, babies in uh, full winter garb down coats and shoes and test them to see, to, to, to make sure that they have really mastered the swim floats method and this is so 
just groundbreaking and important what she does that people from all over the world come to learn this technique from her. And the, my primary job that I do for her is I film her exit interviews. Okay. So mm-hmm. we have people from um, China and Australia, the, the, the Netherlands, just everywhere. Um, I mean, if you look on her website, it's crazy, all the dots on the map. So it's, it's really it's really amazing how many babies have been their lives. That is really had. cool. And I mean, swimming is such an important thing to learn too. Well, so that's really amazing. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't know that drowning is the leading cause of death in children ages four and under. People don't know that. I didn't yeah. know that. Brady, did you know that? I didn't know. Uh, man, I'm just making, I'm pulling faces over here like crazy. Um, Cause this is, <laughs> I, you know, this is, all very surprising to me. I grew up in Lake Country, Minnesota, right? And so I was forced to go through like all swim lessons, but I started much later. Uh, They just put a a life jacket on me and literally would just fling me into the lake. Off you go! And then I'd get just yeeted out into the water and it's like, all right, later tater. And you know, then you're fine because the the life jacket's on the top half of you. So you just float up like a little bobber. Um, But this is the swim float, swim thing. I thought they were just like a chain, a pool or... Yeah, like that's true. Yeah, I Amazing. I have no no occasion to go looking up anywhere for for swimming lessons these days. <laughs> I swim <laughs> fine. How many kids? So that's that's all really neat. I'm actually really impressed. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, you should you should check it out. And they have amazing videos too. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably do. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'd love to like you know expand your network here in Longmont and you know hopefully at Longmont Museum and some other places you know you can maybe yeah. start looking at because you know Brady and I both know a lot of nonprofits and other organizations that actually, gosh, mm. use video all the time and need video all the time. So mm-hmm. even in down times, they will need video. So. Uh, you know, hopefully we can expand your network too as well. So I would, I would really appreciate that. And video is a really great way to bring awareness. And, you know, if you have somebody knows what they're doing, they can put together really visually stunning uh, content for you, you know? So yeah, I'd love to, to have more clients and do more work where I live. That'd be fantastic. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. that's really cool. So let's see, aside from, let's see, your favorite cereal, is it still Apple Jacks or, um, <laughs> I'm going to say you're a woman after my own heart. I had to give up trashy cereal because like I have celiac disease apparently and I can't eat it, but I grew up eating cinnamon toast crunch, Apple Jacks, um, yeah. fruity, fruity pebbles. Oh my yeah. Gosh. Yeah. That's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. No? Apple Jacks still the thing or no? Mm, no. My kids might be listening. So oh, nope. Okay. Just like granola, <laughs> grape nuts, Mm-mm, grape nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm a musely man now. <laughs> Actually, what I love is I watched a comedian talk about that this and like when he was younger, you got like a box of cereal and like you had a like a a game like you know get get the giraffe through the maze and you'd be sitting there like reading the box of cereal and you'd be doing the games and all that stuff. Yeah. And now he's older and he's got like this box of cereal that's like these Amish people handcraft grain and amaranth. And, you know, that's that's the style I'm in right now. It's like, you know, these handcrafted grains and stuff. And it's a really boring story about the founder. And it goes on for, you know, basically four boxes. You know, it's just a really long story. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is fun. But yeah. yeah. So, Katrina, anything we have not asked you that um, you would like to have the listeners know about? Um, well, I am in the process of making my first film, which is really exciting. Ooh. It's going to be a feature documentary, and uh, it focuses on Boulder and 
kind of the lack of racial inclusiveness that goes mm-hmm. on in Boulder. So it's a little, wow. uh, little controversial. And the, the most interesting thing is, is that we started this uh, documentary, me and my film team, um, John and Barrett, um, uh, over a year ago. And then since, um, June, everything just exploded and our, our, our stories just taken so many twists and turns. And it's been amazing because it was almost like this topic that some people just didn't want to touch and didn't want to talk about. But, um, post George Floyd, so many people have a lot to say. And Mm -hmm. so we've been giving a good, uh, platform for that. So, um, we have Zaid Atkinson speaking in our film and the young man at Naropa who's picking up trash that, you know, the, the police harassed him uh, for lack of, to, to, to put it gently. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so, so we're just exploring that topic. We have a lot of really, uh, interesting interviews in there. So, um, hopefully we get that done sometime in the in the the spring but again it's just part of my my starving artist uh (laughs) self right now so well and i hope you keep us posted on that film because that really sounds like interesting work and you know i think we're all on a journey and it's been really a really interesting time for us um all of us and it's you know i just really applaud you for are putting a, a focus and a light on that um, and raising even more awareness. So I appreciate it very much. So yeah, thank we'd love you. to have you back when that's um, yeah closer, and then you can you can come back and, and you know shield your well, video. Well, that and when Red Rocks is open, and she should share more gossip with us. <laughs> that sort of thing. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, Katrina, we're going to let you get back with your day, but we really appreciate you being on with us, and thank you very much. And um, you know, keep us posted again on the film, and uh, we'd love to have you back. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, you guys. Yeah. Thanks. Have a great day. Take care. All right. Bye. Katrina Miller with uh, Black Cat Productions. Um, Awesome uh, uh, person, young person doing some great film work and videography. And I just really uh, applaud her work. So it's really pretty cool. And she's a a CU grad (laughs) like I am myself. So I see how it is. That's why she's here. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's Mm why we're all talking. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things she actually mentioned to me, I will tell you, and it's actually um, pretty cool. I'm actually going to share my screen here with you real quick because I just want you to see this. Obviously, the, the viewers can't see this, but Outworld, Outworld Brewing is mm-hmm. out east. I don't know if you've heard of it, Brady, but I alluded to an African-American-owned brewery. Mm-hmm. And it's over at 1725 Vista View Drive in Longmont. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I don't know if you've ever been there or driven by. I have not. And I look forward to learning more about the place because somebody had mentioned this to me. And I was just blown away with um, that that Longmont is is privileged to have such a, a brewery. So that's pretty cool. No, I haven't. Um, let's see. That would be out by, I'm looking out there. There's the Smart Start Ignition Interlock. Yeah, I'm thinking of like if you know where Collision Brewing is, have you been like nearby? I think it's out by Sandstone Ranch in that area, if I'm not mistaken. Eric, you know I barely leave Longmont. <laughs> you know, actually, wait a second. Now everybody needs to know he barely leaves <coughs> the house, actually. So that Yeah, that's that's closer yeah. to the truth. Yeah, yeah, so Collision's out there, uh King Chevy, Buick GMC, it's in that area on yeah. one nineteen. It's just south of one nineteen and uh County Road three and a half. So if you go south where County Road uh three and a half is, then 
you're back in that area. You can look up the, you know, you've all got the, the Google maps and such at this point. So, but I might get you out of the house though. They have palm frites, you know, and dipping sauces. I think that's pretty cool for their happy hour. They have, I could be, uh, yeah, yeah. I could be convinced. You yeah. know, I love, I love a good fry. Yeah. That is one of the things since, since all of this has been going on, I have a friend um, who lives out in uh, New York state and uh, we're talking about different stuff that we've got going on and he's been making shrub. Like it's a yeah, yeah. And vinegar yeah. and stuff. And uh, he's been making that. And he's like, yeah, actually we've got a lot of stuff going on and I'm doing the same thing. Cause he's like, I've got peppers in the fridge. I've got this and that that I'm making and da da da. And you're just like, that's kind of the, the world that we live in now is doing all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but fries, fries have been a thing that I've been doing. We made uh, aioli and it was <laughs> very good. Very, very good. So uh, I would, I would go out there for some fries. That's absolutely. Yeah, I I just uh yeah, I was so impressed with it. I have to go check it out. And so maybe we should go do a, a field trip someday. So that'd be good. Cool. Got some news, some hot gossip. All right, hot gossip. Go for it. Here we go. So you know the the uh the uh the apartment building's going in where the old stone place is at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, yeah. we're talking I'm, about the discounts and everything over at the stone place. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And so I was on, I was crawling the old uh, development site here uh for Longmont, and they've got a name now. It's called Main 16. Ah, okay. So, because it's like the 1600 block of Main Street. So, ah. there's going that. So, it's 16, whatever, whatever. So, uh, yeah, so that's going on. Uh, that's not, you know, all that interesting, but I've been watching this one for a long time because it's kind of a crazy uh, switcheroo there. So, yeah, you have actually been watching it quite a long time. So, I don't know. It, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Do you have a date or anything on that at all? No, it's in one of the like the pending kind of area on online. There's there's different color codings, and it's in the like sort of approved, yeah. but still yeah. under revision or something. I'm not entirely sure. So that's going on. Uh, cool. So that's actually moving forward. Um, then there's there's actually a bunch of stuff that we haven't talked about. Um, you know, some of it's interesting, some of it's not. Let's see. We got ninth ninth and pace. They're putting in a multi-family development of 120 multi-family units on 11 acres up there. So Northwest corner of ninth and pace. Northwest corner, ninth and yeah. pace. Hang on. Ninth and pace. Not sure what's there. Oh yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. I know it. There's an old there. So there's a basically an old kind of homestead. So there's a big, large um, kind of a ranch house and then a, a bunch of property there. Okay. So, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's eleven so acres, so somebody sense. must have gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gobbled that up in um, one hundred twenty multifamily idea. dwellings. Yeah, yeah, there's there's just a lot of infill, and actually, I was a little surprised because I've gone through this several times, and I haven't in the last month or so been focused as much on the development stuff because it, it had all slowed down. But there's yeah. been a, a fair amount of new stuff. So, um, <laughs> one that's I don't know, is this interesting or not? You have to tell me. There's they're putting up new hangars at the airport. Four new hangers. Yeah, actually, that is interesting. And then the hangar, the hangar, the airport got a, a flux of new money. So they hmm. actually got some more money to do some improvements and stuff around drainage. I'm not sure what else it includes. But, you know, again, we're short on details on that one. But the airport is looking to do some upgrades. Um, hangers are a great way to, you know, if you were to be an investor and you wanted to make some money and you had some money, you actually building hangar and leasing it out is a pretty good steady stream of income. Oddly enough, this says that the West Hangar will include an office slash workshop of approximately a thousand square feet. So you're looking at 229 Airport Road. So over, yeah. you know, on the at the airport, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So then the the fairgrounds market, which we've talked about in the past, 
they're doing some redivision. They've got some of that down there. They're looking to get some some zoning and stuff happening. Apparently, uh, I know we mentioned that a long time ago. I tried to make a call at one point, but we didn't get any info back. Nobody called me back. Um, so yeah, they're they're trying to subdivide it a little bit, figure all that out. <clears throat> and then the other big development that I have got a couple is that there's going to be the Highlands. Um, I think it's just called the Highlands. And this is see if I can find it. It's um, Northwest of County Line Road and Highway 119. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's, already, kinda, yeah, it's, it's already being built, I believe. Yeah. yeah. It's a, so a bunch of apartment complexes. Out a there. lot. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot. Because there's yeah. 42 single family units, 10 three story condos, 67 townhome, 14 acres are zoned for mixed use. Uh, regional Two turtle doves and a partridge, partridge in a pear tree. tree. And then, yeah. like, yeah, 266 uh, unit multifamily component. So it's like, it's just like, there's a lot going on out there. Uh, I know that I've driven by, but it's like, okay, wow. You know, I think oh. I'm going to just go every time, like, we, we have you speak about development. Now, the development desk with Brady Steffel. <laughs> and now, we're in from across town. <laughs> Here we got a bunch of details that somebody might care about somewhere. Probably not everybody everywhere. But you know what's really fascinating about that whole development? So the Highland development is like when they opened like the Home Depot. No, not the Home Depot. The, the, Lowe's. Um, the Lowe's and mm-hmm. all that area. It just seemed like it was so far out. Like it was this freaky, weird Ken Pratt area. And they built all that commercial stuff there. And I thought, wow, that's, you know, it's kind of yep. a little out there. And all of a sudden it's going to be totally joined and filled it's, in by all these other things. What I find fascinating about town is that when we moved here there's all these empty lots and there's all the, and yeah. they're all just getting scooped up and infilled and part of me goes oh neat progress and part of me goes like gee that that lot that's north of home depot that's been open forever that's always kind of nice to drive by because you get a clear shot of the mountains that you don't get anywhere else it's a big open yeah. meadow and yeah. that while it's interesting to have something new go in there da 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 it's like ah you know i i like that view so mm-hmm. progress you know heavily use of air quotes here is a mixed bag, and you 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 got to take uh, all of it. But I'll tell you, Brady. Though I think we're both rooting for a sidewalk on that side of Hopper. <laughs> so maybe we we'll get our sidewalk one day. So. Yeah, we'll just sign the petition. And I'm gonna go back. I just listened to the uh, the podcast of last week. If anybody has any details about the meter move out program, I'm serious. <laughs> oh dear God, he's doubling down, everybody. I want that info. I want to figure out how to get this done. I was just well, down in there today working. That's and we had to put you on blast because we had a correction from one of our listeners. He said, oh, here we go. You, you said you were uh, September 30th in the last broadcast. Uh, you know, we had lost 30 days, apparently. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> This year, I would probably just give him up. 2020. <laughs> exactly. The wildfires, we could skip this storm. Oh, man. Yeah. Jeez, so anyway, a heat. friend of mine, Lori, who's also a listener, her husband listens. I don't know if Lori does, but anyway, she said that it was. She posted on Facebook that it was just black and there was ash coming from the sky, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they heard the ice cream man coming by, and they thought they're in this dystopian world. I mean, it's just so weird to watch ash falling from the sky, and all of a sudden there's the ice cream man. Yeah, yeah, and then when they get like out of tune from the Doppler effect and stuff, and it's yeah. all like, yeah, <laughs> it's like oh my. Chad was saying yesterday, it's like Blade Runner out there, and it was like Blade Runner out there. We're trying to explain it, was, it to people who were who, yeah. who don't live here because they had a big call going on on the internet, and um, it's like no, it's 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 like Blade Runner. You can't see the sky in any yeah. meaningful way. It's just overcast. There were some amazing photos that showed up on the subreddit of these blazing red sunsets yes and thus the the sun being blazing red or this bright bright orange um but it was terrible outside 
it was just terrible. And I, I really hope, like we were saying, that the the weather knocks this thing down because it's pretty tragic. Uh, Yeah. So that's the one good thing about it is, is that I'd love to see the fires extinguished because of the weather. So I have a couple of other things too. I wanted to bring up is um, wild game. Unfortunately, we're saying goodbye to wild game down Mm -hmm. south. Um, I've been there a few times. You know, kind of an an interesting place, kind of like uh, I guess a Dave and Buster's, if you will, kind of esque place where you had games and activities. But you know, kind of unfortunately, you know, just they needed to have people and loads of people to congregate, and unfortunately during this time, it's it's impossible to do that. I just want to give a shout out to Pistachios um, up north. It's a really cool little cafe, gluten free options for you, Brady. You should we should go and partake. But really mm-hmm. neat little little cafe that's doing doing some good work out there really cool um breakfast stuff um went there with my parents yesterday um kind of in celebration of their anniversary so it was it was really pretty cool so their website's got a little cheesecake on it i know yeah it's good stuff we went when we were in when we were in normandy we went to um this bakery whatever and they had this cheesecake that i have tried to replicate and i i haven't it's so good i love cheesecake i'm just an absolute sucker for cheesecake Really? Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I you probably could do a gluten-free cheesecake, right? Oh, Did absolutely. You? Yeah, you, you oh, absolutely okay. can. And that's that's the thing is you can you can have a gluten-free one because like cake is fine. I like pie too, but <clears throat> the cheesecake doesn't need to have a crust or anything um, nice. But I've made them and they've puffed up nice and then they just... <laughs> That's just <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think we have uh, probably wasted enough pe- of people's time today, so we probably need to get out a little bit. What do you let's, say? Let's get them out of here. All right. So, um, just wanted to th- say thanks again to Katrina Miller for joining us and you know spending uh, Labor Day with us, the goofballs who really don't have too much to say at all times. So that was really nice. Um, as always, thanks to Andy Epler for our intro music, and then thanks to Native Station for Metropolis. Music free week. Find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you download your pod content. Reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com and let us know where we messed up. <laughs> thanks, Brady. Thanks, sir. Swallow this, it's all